0: Your new favorite country music festival is here and right in your backyard. The Country Fair is bringing Zach Bryan, John Party, Chris Young, and more to the fairgrounds at Chesterfield Amphitheater. May 19th through the 21st, 2022. Grab your friends and slide on your cowboy boots for a three-day festival experience. Packed with country music's hottest stars, some of St. Louis's most popular eats and drinks, a free carnival with all your favorite rides upon festival entry, an authentic honky tonk with live music, dancing, mechanical bull riding, and so much more. Kids under twelve free. Get your single-day ticket starting at twenty bucks or three-day passes now at ChesterfieldCountryFair.com.
1: Hey everybody, Shane Presley here, Rock Paper Podcast. Thank you for checking out another episode of the show. Today's features Charlie Barry III, grandson to the late great Chuck Barry. Had a lot of fun sitting down talking to him about some of his, uh, original music and, uh, also get into, uh, he's doing a tribute to Chuck Berry happening on May 4th, Blueberry Hill in the duck room. And, uh, it's going to be a great time. So come on out and see that show. Um, also, uh, that day, uh, when I recorded this, I stopped by Barnes Jewish hospital there in St. Louis. And I, uh, Donated all the money from Debstock uh, for my mom's birthday. So I thought that would be uh, a nice tribute to her and uh, bring it all together. And so I had a great time uh, hanging out that day with, with Charlie and, do, and doing that uh, on her mom. So thanks everybody again for uh, their support of Debstock um, back in November. Hopefully we, all the money will go to help a bunch of people fighting uh, brain cancer and try to make things a little easier for them all. Do want to remind you, as always, Rock Paper Podcast is brought to you by Roughneck Beard Company and American Rambler. Located right here in St. Louis, Missouri, over in the Maplewood area, you can stop in and visit the shop or shop 24-7 at roughneckbeardcompany.com. Use my code RPP15 during checkout for an exclusive 15% off your purchase of all your favorite beard oils, beard balms, their junk powder. Uh, You can try their uh, tattoo ointment uh, banger butter and uh, all kinds of uh, great products over there. Uh, Basically anything you can think of to take care of that beard and mustache of yours. So visit them again, roughneckbeardcompany.com today. Roughneck Beard Company is proud to present a brand new beard oil blend, Comeback Kid. Spring is upon us and the world is in rebirth. The pandemic seems to be winding down and life is beginning to resume. Try our brand new invigorating blend of lemon, peppermint, black pepper, rosemary, and langlang. It's the perfect blend to bring us all back to life. Comeback Kid is now available at Roughneck Beard Company. Dot com uh, rpp 15 during checkout also big thank you to my friends at friendship brewing company in winsville missouri for their continued support uh, just stopped by last friday night and watched denver wade trent play over there had a cold beverage on the patio and uh everything was awesome man it was a, it was a lot of fun it was a beautiful night out so yeah stop in and visit them and enjoy some patio beers yourself uh all your craft beer needs over 25 rotating taps and all kinds of delicious food burgers nachos uh pretzels salads flatbread pizzas all kinds of tasty stuff on their menu and live music happening uh from uh, on friday friday april 29th jeff waltchauser saturday april 30th Buddy and Q, and on Sunday, May 1st, Denver Wade Trent returns out there. Find uh, their full menu of beers and food and music. Find it all at friendshipbrewingcompany.com today. Hit them up on the socials and uh, tell them Shane sent you. If you need me, of course, you can always find me at rockpaperpodcast.com. Hit me up on the socials. Feel free to email me. And let me know what you think of these uh, new Charlie Berry project tunes at podcast at gmail.com. I would love to hear from you all. And with all that out of the way, sit back, relax, and enjoy a brand new episode with my buddy, Charlie Berry Third. Um, podcast is kind of like a, it's like a radio show that's not on the
0: radio. It's on, it's on the internet. That makes sense? Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> That's also like my mom. <laughs> uh, it makes it sound more confusing, doesn't it? Uh, it sounds like this.
2: Hey, everybody. This is Charlie Berry, and you're listening to the Rock Paper Podcast.
0: Rock Paper Podcast. This is beat paper. Paper covers rock. Rock beats. This is the Shane Covers nonstop. Never know what Who kind of guess that he's got coming at you. Live and direct on the spot. Could be rock, folk. Country a hip hop jazz, all kind of folks that he has. Could be an artist or a comedian to make you laugh on the Double Decker Fudge Round, rolling round town. Shane coming at you live and direct from ground zero. He's your hero, he's your bestie. Rock Paper Podcast for Shane Presley. paper podcast
1: hey everybody shane presley here rock paper podcast coming to you from st louis missouri hanging out today with charlie barry the third welcome to the show man hey thank you for having me this is uh super cool i'm very excited to be here with you uh uh really because this is uh like our first time Properly sitting down and talking and hanging out. Oh, yeah. Uh, I was, uh, I pulled it up the other day. I think it was what, February 2020? We hung, we was at Mike Zito, uh, Chuck Berry show. Yeah, just before the world came to an end for
2: for a second there.
1: So that's like, I remember meeting you that night and uh, we got a picture together and, you know, and just uh, introduced myself and, yeah, and then everything shut down and uh so we finally uh getting back around to you know getting to hang out and stuff so um i know uh i think i got i think it was uh dr slappenstein where i got introduced to uh you as a player getting to learn your name and stuff as uh so uh so big shout out to tom too to what's for, up tom yeah, yeah for helping uh introduce us too like uh i remember uh your name came up on uh, that episode when i was hanging out with him so um but uh but yeah man so anyway this is uh this is what i like to do i like to you know find uh the show gives me as a good excuse to continually link up with uh friends and to have a nice conversation where we're not like screaming over a band somewhere at a bar or whatever it is and that kind of thing so uh, an excuse to get to out and get me meet, meet new people discover new music and uh so uh this is uh co- cool, man. I'm glad you did this today. So oh, thank you for having me. Yeah, we uh so we got some uh, big stuff coming up, but I, being at our first time talking, uh, I'd I'd like to go kind of back uh some of the uh, early days for you growing up and stuff, uh, especially uh you know being a uh, grandson to Chuck Berry, uh, which is a pretty unique uh, thing. You know, I know uh it's kind of uh. So uh, I don't know. I mean, you I'm you you've got a, your own perspective and your own stories. I mean, it's just like a weird thing to kind of think about like the the you know, being uh relatives to a, a famous or one of the one of the most famous people, you know, grand grandfather rock and roll and stuff and yeah, uh, so uh <laughs> um but uh so take me back to what's uh, what's uh growing up for Charlie Berry? What's that like for you?
2: Oh man, it was pretty cool. Yeah. Um. Grew up in uh Ladue. Yeah. Um. Used to play outside a lot as a kid. Um. I got into music fairly early. I uh, had a lot of energy. It got into sports because of that too. Yeah. Um. Hey, it was a pretty good childhood. Pretty good teenage years. Yeah. Uh, it's pretty good life so far. I mean, we've had our ups and downs, but sure. but you know, for the most part, it's been good was it always guitar for you or, or do you actually uh, no no no, Did no. You
1: start with something else
2: um i received my first guitar when i was six but i wasn't really playing and i think it was nineteen nineteen ninety nine, 1999 so it was five actually I, yeah 1999 or 2000 and the pageant had just opened up my grandmother had actually got me um a little red stratocaster for christmas and I was like, this is awesome. And at the time, my uh, guitar hero was um, was uh, Lenny Kravitz. Yeah. So I'd stand on my bed and pretend like I was him. Be like, yeah, I, wanna, I want to get away. Yeah. I want to fly away. But then uh, the pageant opens up, and um, they're doing this thing called the 21 Guitar Salute um, in the front of it. And um, it was my pop's grandfather, um... Uh, a guy by the name of Billy Peak played with my grandfather sure. as well. Um yeah. and then um Jimmy Marsala and then Who's Who of like St. Louis Legend guitar players who were there. And um I'm standing outside, I got my little tuxedo on. I'm like, oh, this is awesome. This is really cool. <laughs> and I'm like looking back and I knew then it's like I'm not plugged in, but who cares? <laughs> it's like this is awesome. And um and so then we moved the show inside and I'm standing like stage left, and still got the little red guitar on. It's still slung around my neck and whatnot, and dancing and playing behind behind stage, which is funny too because I did that at Loufest years later. Yeah, and um, yeah, my grandfather he just points at me, he says "Junior, Junior," and he says like, <laughs> like like waves at me and says "Come on out here." And, um, I like ran out there, jumped on the drum riser, jumped off it, and then slid across the sla- stage and uh that night i knew i wanted to be a musician but uh i was not destined to be a guitar player at that point my parents made me wait a few years and then it was second or third grade i started playing violin okay and um that's where i really learned learned music learn how to sight read your training and whatnot and then when I got to middle school, I started my first band with one of my friends by the name of Declan Boyce, who doesn't live here anymore. He was from uh, Singapore. Okay. And um, we started this band called the Bendy Straw Losers. And I, <laughs> the, yeah, there was God knows how many um, rotations of musicians in that band from middle school till up until I graduated. And yeah, and then I stopped playing for a few years. And when I was around, 21 i picked it back up i went off to school and then um when i got back from school i was working at jimmy john's as a bike delivery guy and then i got really into biking until i got hit by a truck oh geez but yeah and so then um it took getting hit one more time where i was like you know i, I like bikes and whatnot but i think i'm gonna go back to guitar now
1: i <laughs> said so, yeah i was around hey i was around 21 then um, What did you? Was there any like damage? Like I mean, significant or was it like? Um, not that I know of. (laughs) I mean, I had some memory problems for a little minute, but um,
2: it eventually went away. I can remember things better. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, I mean, like typical head injury stuff, memory problems, some problems with mood for a little while. So it wasn't
1: just a bump. It was. Oh yeah, it was a full full on. Oh yeah, Yeah, jeez, man.
2: I was downtown. I had just dropped off one of my coworkers, and um, I just bought this this new bike. It was called a fixed gear. Yeah.
0: I was like, "Fuck yeah!" I was like,
2: "I didn't even know these things existed," and so um, I'm riding around on this brakeless bike, and I'm thinking I'm safe because it's like two, three in the morning downtown. I'm not seeing any cars. Yeah. I'm like, "All right, cool." So I'm having like the time of my life, just going extremely fast on this bike, just just blowing through red lights. And so it, lucky enough for me when I'm like, all right, I'm done. It's time to go home. I'm on Tucker in Washington. And um, I see another light turn red. I'm like, fuck it, I'm fine. I've I've made it this far. And I look to my left as I'm like passing up this building and I see this yellow cab. And in a split second, I just go like, Oh shit. <laughs> and then just get just get laid out by this truck. And I think the police report, I'm I'm like I'm lucky it was it was barely anything. But um I think the police report said it was like thirty, thirty-five miles an hour. I like wake up, I got this huge nod on my head. Uh, um I'm like, what happened? And the trucker's like, holy shit. He goes like, oh my lord. And he's like, he's he's flipping out. Yeah. And um yeah, Hey probably thought you just killed him, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. And um Yeah, not too long after that, um, I had already Bought myself another guitar because I was guitarless at the point at that point in time, and I was like, you know what? And I bought myself a little Stratocaster, and um, um, uh, I was like, you know what? I just almost got hit again a few months later, and um, I'm like, this doesn't make any sense. <laughs> I was like, this is silly. So I um, I had been thinking to myself, like, you know what? And I went off to school. I was like, you know what? I'm because I thought I was going to be a teacher. And then I was like, nah, that's not for me. Yeah. So then, um, while I was working at Jimmy John's, I was using some of my tip money to buy myself tools to become a carpenter and join the union and whatnot. And then, um, yeah, and I used some of that money to buy a guitar as well. Mm-hmm. And so then, uh, after that second time, I was like, yeah, I'm going to be a carpenter now <laughs> and I'm going to play guitar. So I got into those two fields around the same time. And, um, I started going to open jams at Broadway Oyster Bar and um, was getting my ass handed to me. Not that it was a competition or anything, but I should say getting my ass embarrassed. Yeah. Because you go down there thinking like, oh, well, I was in high school. We we had a good band going and then you get a nice dose of reality. Haven't you guys heard of the Bendy
1: Straw Losers? I mean...
2: Right. I mean, <laughs> right. We we were excellent. <laughs> and... Um, I went through that process. Yeah. Um, and then I ended up meeting Tom, Tom Schlick at Charlack Pub over in, um, what is that considered? Uh, Overland, I think, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Met him over there and uh, ended up playing with Tom for about three, three and a half years or so. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, that's... and. Yeah, that's where we are now. Yeah, man. Man, man. It's, been, um, it's been a long time just trying to find people to play with. Right. Find people that were reliable to play with. Um, a lot of folks would be like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's do this. Let's do this. And then we're just like, hey, you are going to be at rehearsal? No. Nah, no. Nah, okay. <laughs> so it took a while to find uh, reliable, reliable musicians to play with. And we um, ended up playing with Dr. Slappenstein. Mm-hmm. It was a load of fun. We went through the ranks of playing like small bars and whatnot. And then just as the pandemic had hit, we were starting to consistently play slightly bigger venues. We're like, oh, okay. And then the pandemic hit. And um, and then I ended up kind of branching out, started doing my own thing. Uh, Got on Instagram kind of heavy. And then, yeah. Yeah. I started playing with more musicians. uh, Wrote a bunch of songs only. Six of them have made the cut though, right. <laughs> and um, man, and now on May fourth, um, my band is uh, returning after man about a four month hiatus. We played uh, a impromptu show at Broadway Oyster Bar back in uh, January, and uh, yeah, we'll be back May fourth. Uh, we're gonna be opening up for uh, my grandfather's tribute act. Yeah, and um. Hey, I'm just getting back on the on the on the high horse now. Yeah, man.
1: Yeah. I uh um I don't know, I so uh just to kind of feel you I don't think know if I told you any of this, but um not that I, I never met your grandfather, but um I did get to see him live twice. Uh So that was pretty cool getting to, and then once at Blueberry Hill and once at, uh, Lindenwood University and, um, and then, uh, uh, but I always kind of had this like connection. I mean, I never, like I said, I never met him, but we, uh, I grew up next to Barry Acres in Wentzville. Oh, okay. And, uh, so like always like, it was just always this cool thing like, oh yeah, that's it's Chuck Berry's property right there, you know, like my neighbor. So it was just like, uh, I, it was a strange, uh, thing for me, you know, like at the time I really didn't think much of it. Like, you know, I just, it's just Chuck Berry, you know, it's just my neighbor kind of thing. Like I didn't really like, uh, put it fully into significance. Like what it, like, you know, how weird that is that uh sentence to say that, uh, you know, not, not, not everybody gets to say that kind of stuff. So, or, And just like, uh, much like yourself too. Like, it's just, uh, you know, um, but I, uh, it was just always thought it was cool that, uh, small world kind of thing, like, you know, of all the, all the places that I am living next to Chuck Berry here. And, and, uh, I don't know. I used to hear some stories like, uh, um, from some coworkers of mine about like some of the, uh, legendary parties. Out uh, at uh, his property with, like, uh, was saying some about, like, you know, uh, seeing uh, the uh, like Keith Richards there and stuff. And, like, and, and so for me, like, growing up in Winsville, I always felt like it was, there was nothing to nothing in this town and stuff, but to like think about guys from the Rolling Stones and Chuck Berry and all the crazy things that were happening uh in the 70s and 80s or whatever and stuff uh in Wentzville I was like was cool to imagine what what this was like and stuff for then. but uh so I don't know I uh there's a lot of things going on out there now like as far as like uh growth and stuff but like yeah, man, man yeah. when I was a kid there I was like I just felt like I mean I think a lot of kids kind of go through that like where they their hometown was like they just you know can't wait to get out of it kind of thing but yeah now
2: Wentzville has definitely changed um yeah. it's way more developed from what i remember when i was a kid like right. like late 90s early 2000s it seemed like it started to change well, correct me if i'm wrong like say like around mid-2000s like somewhere well, around 2008 I
1: mean, well yeah so i was like on that cusp of like growth everything with because like I was always in like the new schools as they were like, you know, expanding everything. So like, um, uh, so yeah, there was like I graduated with three and we, uh, I was the first graduating class of, uh, their second high school out there. Okay. And so That's like, cool. yeah. So stuff like that, like there was a lot of growth happening in that right around that time and like everything was, um, kind of, uh, so yeah, definitely in early two thousands there was a, a big boom out there like just all kinds of neighborhoods popping up and so but yeah it was uh it was but anyway i just i was a little bit of my childhood like getting i was thought that was uh was cool um but uh yeah so you uh we mentioned uh this show coming up on uh may 4th and this is uh barry plays barry and uh you uh so it's a kind of an uh, all-star cast of Characters uh, playing your grandfather's music as a tribute show, and then uh, Charlie Berry Project will be opening it up. Open, open the night up, and yep. uh, tickets available right now at uh, Blueberry Hill uh, website and everything. So uh, you can grab those and come on out to join us on a fine Wednesday night. Hey, and that room's—I mean, obviously a ton of history in that room, and out uh, and you know Chuck played. I don't know, I don't know, number countless shows. There are like hundreds of them. So, uh, so that's cool that, uh, getting coming back, coming back around, uh, years later and getting to do it again. Yeah. Yeah. What makes this one cool is, um, it's, um, the first time
2: my cousin and I are going to be doing this completely on our own. Um, man, um, like the posters on this little makeshift coffee, yeah. coffee table. Um, yeah. We first started playing these tunes out with with other folks 2017 yeah yeah it's september 9th 2017 and um man we've we've gone all over the all over the country playing behind other people and then this past yeah then this past september in 2021 um we played with my father and keith robinson and another guy by the name of terry coleman and um, my pops was more or less leading the band, and Keith, you know, he played with my grandfather for just as long as my dad, and so they were kind of showing us like this is how you really do this. And so, um, yeah, this will be the first time where um, where we the two young cats, yeah, hey, we're like, oh, okay, we're out here doing it. We're doing this for real now. So yeah, man, hey, this would be a pretty good time. And and you're right about that all star cast. Um, yeah. We got um, Jeff Daruba in there. Um, Theodore Brookins uh, and Antonio Foster, three monster musicians, monster musicians. And um, I'm liking what they bring to the table. Um, I've had the pleasure of playing with Antonio a few times now. And that dude always blows me away with how how good he is at playing those keys. And then same with Daruba on, on drums and, and Teddy on bass. Yeah. I was like, I was really pleased with the rehearsal. And I was like, all right, man, we're going to go kick ass. is going to yeah. be a good time. Yeah, man. It's going to be a real good time. Yeah.
1: And, you, uh, and you're and you playing lead guitar. Yeah. And then Jahi singing.
2: Oh, yeah. Jahi singing. I'm
1: playing guitar.
2: Um, we're going to try and get my pops to come up there and oh, do yeah. um, reeling and rocking with us. He knows the lyrics to how that song is supposed to end. And um. Oh, yeah, it would be a good time It'd be a real good time yeah. um um maybe saying too much, but for that that set, I'll be playing a replica of my grandfather's guitar okay. um might have a dual showman to play through that night, maybe not, but uh, we're gonna try and get as close to that tone as we possibly can, and oh, yeah, I just yeah we're looking forward to bringing back. Bringing back um, memories and trying to get that energy as close to what um what they were doing there. I mean, that's no easy feat, but right. if we can at least get an
1: eighth of that going, <laughs> yeah. I would consider that as a success. Yeah, man. You uh you mentioned like kind of playing uh behind others and doing this, and um I think one of the coolest for me, like I I nerded out about it, but uh you got to this led you to the tonight show you got to go on jimmy fallon oh yeah and yeah. uh play with uh with your dad and uh, nathaniel Ratliff. yeah uh like so i don't know i just thought that was uh a very unique uh, experience obviously like you know just uh Uh, you're probably the first guest on the show that's been on the tonight show and stuff so like that was uh, just luck (laughs) uh, yeah i mean like it's just like that's just a really cool thing especially getting to be there with your dad like i I mean like those you know i don't know it's just uh super cool man to have that experience with him
2: yeah um that was that was a a pretty cool experience we had um started off on like a little mini press tour i think we started in washington dc and, um, man, man. <laughs> yeah, we did a little, um, little press tour. We started in DC and, um, at the, uh, National African American History Museum, my, uh, my pops and I, we did, um, an interview there and then, and then we went up to New York the next day, but, um, I was out there having a bunch of fun though. I was, I was out there with my dad and, um, the family's attorney by the name of, um, Gary Pearson. What's up, Gary? Um, and so when we got done, I was just going around town, just, you know, just looking for fun. Yeah. I think I was 23. I think I was 23 at the time. So I'm like, all right, I'm going to go out. And so I um, went to this place called Gypsy Sally's, um, saw the most random tribute show ever to yeah. Fela Kute. I was like, the fuck? Uh-huh. I was like, <laughs> it's like who does that? It was pretty kick-ass. Uh, went, and then I uh, went to a bar. <laughs> And uh, you know how that goes. <laughs> and, uh, and then uh, we go up to New York the next day, and um, and I'm like I'm I'm feeling like I'm at a wrestling tournament. Mm-hmm. I'm like I'm my hands are shaking. I couldn't really sleep the night before. I felt like I was gonna shit myself. <laughs> um, the guys from the Roots were just so nonchalant about it and well-deserved, too. They're like, they're playing, the bass player was playing some Jaco Pistorius. He's, like, diddling on his phone and then starts playing Portrait of Tracy. Boom, 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 boom. I was like, no shit, huh? And Captain Kirk, he's, like, he's just going through his reigns or going through his motions with his guitar. And um, I was just, like, so blown away by, like, that level of musicianship, the ease yeah. of like of playing was for him. I was like, I can't believe this. And they're like, man, just just calm down. Just calm down. Be okay. Be okay. And so um I had met uh Nathaniel that night. It's a cool story behind that too. Uh so we were um sitting backstage and I'm talking to Nathaniel. He goes like, Yeah, man, I'm gonna get my mom an Airbnb. And he goes like, Oh yeah, I'm from Missouri too. I was like, Really? I right. was like, I didn't know that. And um yeah. years later we we meet up with him down at um south by southwest and um he goes like oh yeah i got my mom that airbnb and i made a music video about it i was like no shit <laughs> I was like, it's pretty cool dude yeah. um yeah so then but yeah being on the show i, I didn't realize like how tv actually worked and so um yeah, it was funny. Uh, Jamie Fallon, he's, he does a couple skits like multiple times. We ended up, maybe this is saying too much, we actually ran the song back one more time. All right. um, and just started, I yeah, got extremely nervous during that entire time, but I had one of my best friends up there and, my, and one of my older cousins up there too, and I was just looking at them like, hey, this sound good? And just like, we're doing cool over here. <laughs> It's so, um, yeah, man, man, I was, yeah, I was 23 at that time. I had only, I had just really, really been playing like heavy for, for about two years at that point. Yeah. And so I was nervous as hell. And, um, yeah, then a couple months go by and then we get, um, up to Loofest and I'm um, looking at the poster now. Yeah. You had people from, um, Soul Live, Cage the Elephant, Corey Henry, The Roots again. Um, and Dave Matthews Band. I mean, man, that was a that was one hell of a fucking show, dude. Yeah. one hell of a show. Because I mean, again, it's just like you're. So, I was so young. And just around all like these monster musicians, sure. And um, trying not to show that I'm intimidated. I mean, like not just monster musicians from like from national acts, but monster like St. Louis musicians. I'm like, oh fuck, if you fuck up in front of them, that's gonna get around town hella fast. Yeah. <laughs> so, it's so uh, oh man, I remember um, we were playing reeling and rocking. And I wasn't I wasn't prepared for that song. And so whenever we hit the chorus, I just start dancing on stage. I was like, you gotta just fake it, baby. Yeah. <laughs> just fake it. And then over the years, I started playing more shows with people that are just like 20-year, like 15, 20, 25-year vets. You just this dude's been over there, this dude's been over there, this chick's done this. And I mean, um, you and you and um, yeah, it just that's one of the most motivating things on on earth. It's like, all right. You cannot, you cannot show up here. Yeah, you gotta have fun, but you cannot show up here playing like Boo Boo, dude. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah. And man, um, yeah. yeah, I liked, uh, I liked on the Tonight Show too. You got to, you get did a little bit of the the duck walk with with Nathaniel there too. I thought I, I just watched the, pulled up the clip and uh, yeah, I thought that was a, uh, a cool thing. To, I mean, I don't know, just it was. It was fun to see you guys having fun. Yeah, so, yeah he's just yeah. a cool dude. too. Yeah. Yeah. he's just a real chill dude. I, well, I think he, uh, I think like the family's from like Herman area or yep. something like that. So, yep. uh, I remember seeing him at Ready Room uh, when the 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 big Night Sweats record came out, and he uh, and he's like had a whole, the house was packed with a bunch of family, and so he's like, this is as close as I can get to a hometown show, kind of thing. So, right, uh, yeah. So yeah, he it was cool to see him in a smaller club like that you know compared to uh i think the next time was at the pageant and stuff like i mean but getting to see him with like a thousand people in a room was was a lot of fun on the on the way up and but yeah they're doing big stuff now yeah man but uh yeah that uh uh i think uh i think it was that Lou Fest show too I think it was uh, Like Big Mike Aguirre Was was he part of that one right? Oh yeah, yeah. And then um, So The funny thing is with that Like I think there was like I was I think I was doing a podcast And uh, At Gaslight <clears throat> And there was like this There was like the studio space And then there was like A rehearsal area That was yeah. like the garage or whatever And I think they were doing Lou Fest rehearsals back there Yeah. And I don't know who was all in the room. Uh, but I've heard, I heard stories that there were, you know, like the, some of the people that were coming in for the roots or whatever, and the different guys that were, I don't know if they were there that night or, or worked out, but, uh, but I do remember I was in the middle of doing my, my podcast, uh, with, uh, Dave Anderson from Tritone and I could hear through the walls, uh, big mic singing uh riding along in my automobile yeah. and i'm like i don't know just thought it was such a cool uh moment you know like especially that it picked up on the microphones and stuff and like uh it was just a, a, a funny uh situation to be in like that i'm recording their rehearsals right now and stuff so, um <laughs> but yeah uh that's uh, another thing I was thinking about too, uh, recently, uh, cause I just watched it this week was that there's a new little show on YouTube, um, for like, uh, unsigned artist, uh, bands coming on and play, play for this record label thing. Um, some Sumerian or something like that. I think. Oh, uh, I know Sumerian. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but <clears throat> the panel of judges is like Gavin Rosdale from Bush, uh, Alice Cooper. Wow. Um, uh, Lizzie Hale. And, uh, let uh, I forget the other two names. Um, uh, but anyway, they're, they're really, uh, a great cast as their, as their judges and stuff. And like, and, um, but Alice Cooper's, uh, mentioned twice, uh, like people were talking about, uh, like lyrics and, uh, and stuff. And, you know, talking about being able to write, um, write lyrics where like, it really like paints the picture. And and he's mentioned, he's mentioned Chuck Berry twice on there. Like, you know, saying how great his lyrics were and stuff. And, um, and that's something I guess, like, uh, I feel like a lot of people overlook, like you're kind of talking about getting into your own songwriting and things. And like, and, uh, you know, people obviously recognize the guitar and everything else, but, Uh, i don't think they fully think of him as a how great a songwriter and stuff he was and stuff and so right and those uh those lyrics you know they hold up man it's still like uh you exactly that like you're listening like it paints the the picture exactly what's going on like where you you can picture where what's what he says exactly what he's saying and that's uh some of my favorite stuff about songwriting and stuff being able to kind of close my eyes and, uh, you know, I'm almost start making the movie or whatever, you know, the music video and stuff. And, right. just start imagining. Yeah. So, um, but you, you, yourself, you're working on your, your own originals now. Uh, we got, uh, the Charlie Berry project, like we said, and, uh, this is, um, you, you currently put out a little sneak peek of what you've been up to and you put out a song called Grind. Yeah. And that's, uh. Right. Uh, some, I'll give you people a little idea Of what you're up to, and uh, but you said you are working on um putting together a couple more songs, and uh, you got a couple of guys working you're working with and things. So, but let's uh, let's talk about grind and uh, how this kind of came to be. I because mean, this is uh this sounded good, man. And again, like I just imagine like you know something, especially as you're like essentially your debut uh, as an art as an original artist you Know getting to you know coming up with uh writing original lyrics and stuff, and so is that uh a different whole different process for you? Oh, uh, are you been writing for a while? That, or,
2: oh, uh, been writing for a little minute, but um, when the pandemic hit, that's when I really started writing. Yeah, I wrote, um, I'm gonna say I think last year I wrote, I think it was something like 180 200 pages of just. Just short stories, okay. um journal entries, um songs. I was doing that every day. But I've always been like a real imaginative per- type of person. And so when I was riding the grind, um, you know, I was I wasn't working. Um and I was like, Oh fuck, what am I to do? What am I gonna do for money? <laughs> and um and so a lot of my songs, including that one, were about like, yeah, man, you're just gonna have to figure this the fuck out. You're gonna have to just figure out what you're gonna do. And um, rev. Yeah. And so um, when I wrote that, I was actually influenced by um. <laughs> by david goggins of all people yeah and i had um started writing lyrics based off of that and the song had originally started off as like oh this is gonna be a party song and i was like that's not the mood i'm in right now uh, right <laughs> so, <laughs> so i changed it to be like no nah, man it's like it was it's like you're gonna have to get up and put on your boots and start that grind if you want to get things better So my process for writing, though, um, I usually like to, at the top of a piece of paper, I like to write down in the setting that will help kind of guide me through. So I'm not just just free riding, but I'll do that, too. Uh, this one is called Suffering to Gain, and it says um, talk about mental pain first and then physical pain. And then just getting the fuck over it. And he's like, all right, that's, that's what you're just going to have to do then, boss. Yeah. Um, this one was called The Mind. It was um, recognizing what's wrong, your determination, your grit, and then making the patterns to change and change things. And then this one was called Believe. It was Trust, Produce, and Be patient. Uh Sneaking out of school explain skip day what we did and then how you got back home that's actually based on a true story right <laughs> uh by my senior year we um i'm sure you guys did too at uh at Wentzville yeah you we have like a senior skip day i jumped out the window <laughs> met my friends in the um in the parking lot we went to the zoo i hung out all day and then um and then i went back home <laughs> but uh, i think they the school let it slide though all Right. Uh, doing things you don't want to but should why you don't want to why you should and the positive outcome of doing those things man there was a lot of that going on and um yeah it's just so much pandemic influenced um sure. lyrics and and topics and then you got some where it's like it's kind of silly there's one called uh Johnny the Cat It's kind of influenced by Primus oh there's a song called Johnny the Cat Influenced by Primus. And yeah. he goes, Johnny the cat was walking the street looking for something to eat. He didn't have the heart to kill. But then again, a cat needs a meal. And it's just like just silly stuff like that. I was like, you can't always be so serious. Sure. Just like have a little bit of fun with it. And then um, Stacy Park, that's about more or less about my friends and I just being degenerates <laughs> uh, to the nines. That's um, about just going out. Uh, trying to find a chick for the night or just find a chick in general. Uh, the Grind, Working Hard. Uh, Lake Forest Drive, that one's an instrumental. And there's another one. I just can't... I'm trying to remember the name of it. That's terrible. But uh, it's another instrumental that we're going to open up the show with. Okay. And um, But, yeah, but uh, when it comes to writing, though, I mean, now it's starting to shift from doing just like a page. to I'm like, okay, I'd rather write write three pages about one topic rather than three three different pages on on three different topics and so um just trying to be more detailed about it now um wait that's one of my um i wouldn't go as far to say escapes but that that is one of my ways to relax sure is to is to write something out yeah sometimes um they and then i learn like writer's block I know some people would be like, might roll their eyes to it, but I've I've learned writer's block really only exists if you allow it to. There's always you can write about these these beat up hardwood floors. Yeah. <laughs> you could you yeah. could do that if
1: you wanted to. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so yeah, that's something I've been. Uh, I talk about it a lot on the show. Like I've I've never really had any, um, you know natural uh musical talent i've never really applied myself or you know really pursued it at all i never took any lessons or anything like that but uh just never been a calling i feel like that you know tell me i need speaking to me that i need to grab a guitar or you know or anything like that i've never had that moment or anything so uh but songwriting is something i've always connected to and i, I would like to try to apply myself in it someday and uh i don't uh but for me it's like i listen to so much music it's hard for me to when i do sit down to write like it's hard for me to like shut off everybody else's lyrics that are in my brain and like actually write something original you know so it's, oh, that's uh, how it it's, works though man yeah.
2: yeah some of um some of my songs like um i posted a snippet of uh to the nines on online and somebody said this reminds me so much of um of your of your grandfather's of influence of songwriting and I was like, well, it's basically Carol yeah. I just changed the lyrics around it's like it's it's the same thing really yeah uh, <laughs> but um yeah, I mean but that's just how it works though man um would like I say it took some um I took some black Sabbath influence in terms of lyrics of like how dark it can get right um I hey, have some, definitely some blues in there too. I mean, just, yeah,
1: hey, if you take a little bit of this, take a little yeah. bit of that and it's like, oh, that's mine now. All right. Yeah. I mean, that's all it is. Yeah. That's, that's definitely, uh, uh, you know, so many people like you got you'll, I think uh, starting off early, you know, people always like, oh, you sound like this or you sound like, you know, whoever. And it's like, and there's enough of that where you, you brawl from these people until you mix enough of them into where it becomes Char- yeah. Charlie Berry. Yeah. It yeah. becomes your original sound. And like, so yeah, there's a definitely uh, something to that. So, um, uh, but, uh, what are we, uh, are we planning to hit the studio and record the rest of these or in, uh, yeah, sometime soon or
2: I'm going to take my time with it. Um, over the pandemic, um, I tried doing things way too fast yeah. and, um, kind of had to learn the hard way. What happens when you do things too fast? And so, um, I'm just going to take my time with it. I've played these tunes with Drew and Antonio a few times now. And, um, I'm going to just get us through that, play a couple more shows. Cause I've, I've also learned like, Oh, these can change. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> these can change. And I'm okay with that too. It's like, all right, let's see. Cause, um, at the last rehearsal, we were, um, we were having, um, I asked Drew to sing part of the uh, the chorus instead of me, and I was like, I really like that actually. Right. So, um, just want to keep experimenting with them and um, see how it, how people in the crowd react and be like, okay, yeah. like it might sound silly, but it's like, okay, this one gets a consistent reaction from folks. That's how this song goes. Now. Yeah, road yeah, so
1: road tested. Oh yeah, man.
2: Yeah. 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 So, um, just take my time with it and make sure, um. Make sure not just myself likes it, but everybody in the band likes it too. Um, and then say maybe after three or four more shows together, be like, all right, let's take these to mm-hmm. the studio, slam them down, and then um, release these things. Yeah, because like, some of them are about yeah, they're about two years old now, and they're uh-huh. just like, all right, come on, let's, let's <laughs> like, we're waiting to be waiting to be put down on tape now, sir.
1: Let's yeah. do
2: this and um and, and put us out there instead yeah. of uh, just holding on to it
1: yeah man that'd be cool uh that'd be fun to get uh proper uh recordings and you know putting your name across the album and everything and making that i mean i'm sure uh judging by your all uh, your room here we got uh, a lot of records on the walls and stuff i'm sure it's been a a dream since you were a young picked up the first guitar and stuff I haven't seen your name across a record like that right yeah
2: man. Yeah. So, um since
1: i was in middle school so yeah. i said
2: i want to release a um release an album
1: yeah i want to do it yeah man so uh sounds like we're getting real close
2: yeah yeah and um i think people like them there's a lot of silliness but there's a lot yeah. of motivation in them too um a lot of songs about self-reflection but i, th- I think people enjoy it though
1: yeah Speaking of uh motivation, anybody that's been uh, following along, you've been really getting into your uh your own personal health and uh fitness and oh yeah. Trying to uh, you know, inspire others, uh which uh it's cool to see you um passionate about that also. Uh, oh yeah. But yeah, you've been really uh amping up your uh your workout routines and stuff, getting putting up on TikTok and stuff and oh yeah, man. Yeah.
2: Um I've always been um always been big into sports i just had too much energy when i was a kid and the doctor's like all right yeah uh make him play baseball <laughs> it's uh i started off as oh yeah, playing soccer baseball and basketball doing that from like god i can't even remember dude like maybe like, just, like maybe first second grade yeah and then all the way through through high school i just yeah all the way through high school and my freshman year of college i was always playing a sport and then when i left school i was doing the bike delivery at jimmy john's so it's like okay you're still kind of participating in the sport right and then um but yeah man that's always been one of my passions um i've always loved working out eating healthy um yeah and now it's just like i just post it online (laughs) but um but yeah though man um I was telling one of my friends last night, it's like I just wish people would love this shit as much as like our friend group does. I'm like, it, it pains me to hear people say, like, no, I don't like running. I'm like, what? Why not? And it was like, you feel awesome afterwards. Or like, no, I don't really want to go to the gym. like, the fuck? Like, I'm like, outside of like you 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 look good. I'm like, but the even better part is like you feel good. And it's like you release all those endorphins. And then um, I mean I mean as much as I love quick trip pizza and their and their brisket sandwiches and I love those motherfuckers I do not feel as good as I do when I'm eating eating apples and shit. <laughs> I start feeling a little sluggish after a while. I'll be like I love this and all that candy, but I know I should be eating apples and carrots. <laughs> Cuz I mean uh I mean when I'm when when I'm like really on it and always consistent with it, I feel different in my face. Like yeah. my face feels like it's flushed out. Um, my body feels lighter. Um, yeah, it's just so many benefits to it. Um, I have big, 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 big person into exercise and and healthy eating. Um, I try and, I I try to show girlfriends this. (laughs) They'd be like, Oh, I want to work out more. And, uh, I try and tailor workouts to them, but then they end up not wanting to. And, uh, try and show friends who aren't too big into it, try and show them as well. And they're like, no, nah, no. Nah. I'm like, listen, it's awesome. I'm like, you I wouldn't think about it as as work. And think about it, I'm going out to go play because that's what yeah. I think. I'm like, oh, I'm going to go out and just go, go tumble. Because <laughs> <laughs> I mean, one of my favorite things is running. Running and um and riding my bike. I'll ride that bike on the trainer. Um, I'll say this now, just a PSA to people who are out there riding. Please do not ride on roads that you have no business being on. If you can't keep up with those folks, don't go over there. I feel bad for you when
1: I see it. But uh, (laughs) Uh, that's one of my, like, especially where out there where I'm at and kind of in the country, a lot of like two lane roads, barely any shoulder. And there's always a guy on a bike. And I'm like, it drives me nuts. Like I'm like, dude, this is not safe, man. Like it's not the you know, there's plenty of sidewalks and neighborhoods that ride the bike and stuff. I know you, yeah. I know you want to get out there, but like you're gonna, this, something's gonna happen here, man. This is just you know, it's just way too dangerous and man. Uh, so, hey, my when I was still big into it, um,
2: my group of friends and I, we had like this creed. He's <laughs> <laughs> it like, it's like, have you ever seen Pineapple Express? Oh yeah, you know of yeah. uh, Bobby Lee when he says no retreats, no surrender that was kind of like how we were thinking it's like you can't be out here scared yeah. <laughs> cuz we'd be we would be downtown the central west End, sure. the south side i mean just rolling rolling i mean i mean we would ride easily um let's say maybe 30 miles at work and then and then maybe like another 30 40 miles that night after we got off yeah, man. I mean, just rolling through there, just rolling. I mean, just racing each other, just having the time of our lives. Um, but yeah, if you can't handle, if you can't handle Kings Highway, and if you're just if you just got a bike and you're trying to get on Kings Highway, don't do it. Right. Stay on, stay on Euclid. <laughs> uh, go to Forest Park. Don't do that. It's yeah. just like you got to be. Uh, I'm looking at. I'm, giving this door on the other side of this apartment building the thousand yard stair. I'm like, you got to have a special. You just gotta have that mindset to be like, I don't give a fuck. He's <laughs> <Okay. laughs> like, he's like, I know What can happen? But I don't give a fuck. All right. <laughs> so, and uh, yeah, that's it. Yeah, you gotta be careful with that. But um, but then I've al- I also like running. Um, the furthest I've ran personally is a half marathon. I mean, a couple weeks ago, I ran into a dude who ran an ultra. And I was like, "This dude's a fucking beast." <laughs> I'm like, "How many miles he run?" And um, he ran fifty miles in a day, Whoa. in a day, dude. And I was Jeez. like, "That's insane." And um, one of my life life goals is to run a marathon because I'm like, "Oh, okay, that's such a." We were talking about it at this at this running club. I'm like, it's such a small percentage of the population that is currently alive, that is going to live, and that has lived. Although it's a lot of people relative to like the rest of the population that has been here, that is here right now, and that is going to be here. I'm like, that is so small. I'm like, he's like, and I want to join that club. He's like, okay, you ran, ran a marathon. And, um, I mean ultimately man i just gotta get my my swimming in check too i'd yeah. like to do a triathlon yeah like to do but like okay you've you've mastered three different disciplines and um don't necessarily have to win but just be like okay you completed this motherfucker sure you did
1: it and um yeah I mean, most most people don't even show up so like you know, I, you know, so, yeah so yeah and um
2: oh yeah man but I, I love exercising yeah um whenever i'm jump roping i like to just count in my head like okay let's do divisible by three or two or five and then switch up the feet and um and i was thinking to myself yesterday it's like you know it might be kind of fun just to be like all right how about hop three times on this leg four times on that one and then four times on this one and then five on that one i mean you always you got to just make it fun sure. you always gotta make it fun and then um and then even uh, Drew was saying I, I like barbarian work, workouts. And I was like, I do, man. It's it's fun. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, um, when I was twenty yeah, when I was twenty, I went out to Warrington to um a tractor shop and they were just trying to get rid of um get rid of a, a tractor tire. I was like, fuck yeah. And my <laughs> uh, my pops had a truck. I was like, hey, do you mind driving me out there so you can pick this thing up? And um Oh, yeah, and ever since then, I need to go back there because I don't live with my my folks anymore. But i had hit that tractor like either early in the morning or when I got back from work. And um, yeah, man. And then uh, I was watching a Batman movie when um that one with Ben Affleck came out, and I was like, no shit. There's a scene with him in there. He he ties a rope around it, and um he starts dragging the tire. I was like, fuck yeah. <laughs> I was like, I need to do that too. <laughs> so. Yeah, man. I, I, I could be Batman. For real though. Yeah. I was like, "Hell yeah." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I built a, a a pull-up bar my parents' um backyard had the um I had the tire, my sledgehammer, I had my my bike in the basement. Um where my parents stayed, I felt like pretty pretty comfortable waking up fairly early in the morning and and going for runs. Man, I I just I love I love it. I love it. Yeah. I love it, dude. I love it. That is um yeah, yeah. That's that was that's really. I, I say working out and just exercise in general. That's really my first love. That's my first sure. love. I mean, I was always just that. Um, because I started off as that kid who had asthma, and then um eventually worked my way out of it, and um that became one of my biggest strengths when I got into wrestling was the cardio, and um. It's just something about it, man. It's just something about cardio in general. I'm gonna sound crazy for it, but I know there's some people who who know what I'm talking about. It's just when you when you realize that your conditioning is at at such a it's at a certain level compared to who you're going up against, and you start hearing, you're like, oh, you just lost, <laughs> you just lost, and then you just then you just pour it on that motherfucker. <laughs> it's like that's it. It, it. I mean, I had that happen to me too, countless times. Yeah. And people who had better conditioning, um, yeah, people who had better conditioning, and um, they were they were able to to pour it on me. Yeah. And um, man, I really learned that in uh, in college, cause at that point I was I was real big in the lifting. My friends had bought um this lifting book by Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> And um, we're like, okay, we got to eat like five pieces of toast in the morning, uh, six pieces of bacon, 14 eggs, and then then we eat like 15 bajillion meals throughout the day. I'm just (laughs) like, fuck yeah, let's do it. And so we were like 15, 16, lifting like two hours a day after school. And then we would, um, after we got done lifting, we would go to the track and run a couple miles because we had read in there that uh, that's the best thing to do for yourself, to get the, the vitamins minerals and minerals and blood to your muscles, just like go for a run afterwards. And so I thought I was cocked diesel because I was like, all right, you made the state. Yeah, you got knocked out, but you made it there. And so then um, I go off to school at uh, Illinois State University and join the the club wrestling team. And uh, I had beat a kid who was there before me. I was like, "Fuck yeah, all right, yeah, you can do this, you can do this." And then I was just, I was just too big. I was just too big. I was like 185. Then just, 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 just jacked for no real reason. I'm only five six, dude. And um, and uh, I went up against this kid from Hannibal Lagrange at 149. So I'm cutting down from 185 to 149. I'm cutting hella weight. And um, I'm winning the match. And then um. I did that very thing I was just telling you about. I started going, and he was like, oh, you're going to lose. And he turned it on on me. And I was up by like maybe a few points, and I ended up getting pinned. I was like, damn. And so then um, I started running more. I started running way more to get that cardio up. And um, hey, yeah, that's when I fell in love with, really fell in love with cardio. Yeah. Really fell in love with it. Um, hill sprints at Forest Park. Um. Yeah, hell, I'll do sprints in that alley back there. (laughs) Uh, Man, it's just I, 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 I stand by it, and I've been standing by it for almost almost a decade now. Cardio is king, endurance is king. I'm like, I don't give a fuck how strong you are. (laughs) If you are going to go toe to toe with this person, whether it be a fight, uh, um, a run. Um, or push ups or pull ups. Right. How many of these can you do <laughs> before your body says I can't? Yeah. And it's like an endurance is king. And then um, and I just been trying to apply that to just life in general, man. Because man, uh, I started working for myself, and I was just like, man, you might be tired, but fucking <laughs> get over it. <laughs> just get the fuck over it. <laughs> it's like uh, man, because I- I'm fortunate to have um quite a few very strong male figures in my uh, my family, and they're like, my, my nickname's Wolfie, and they're like, and one of my, uh, my older cousins who I worked with for about five years or so, he goes, like, I want you to think about, like, how you want to eat. <laughs> how do you want to eat when you're out there by yourself? And I was like, that's real as fuck, actually. <laughs> and it's like, are you willing to, yeah, man, and as an adult, it's like, are you willing to go out there and go do it? Because it's like, as those years start going start going like that and you start realizing like you keep pushing stuff off and you're like oh i'll do it next week and then a week goes by then a month goes by. like oh fuck the year's over with and i kept pushing this back right and it's just like man you're gonna have to just get over it and just get over it get over it and just start doing um and um man this be an announcement to my parents <laughs> they don't like that their baby boy is tatted up. But um just as a reminder to myself, I'm planning on getting a tattoo on my forearm oh, yeah. that says discipline or regret. Cause that's like a daily, a multiple time throughout the day thing you have to just think to yourself, discipline or regret, whatever it may be, whatever that may be for you. And um Yeah, man. As I'm uh getting my band back together, both of them. Or my band, and then being part of the tribute band, and that's coming back together and everything. It's just like you're gonna have to make that decision. You might be tired, but are you going? Are you gonna be disciplined and practice, or are you gonna regret it? And sit, or are you gonna sit down and watch some TV and and regret that you didn't put in those hours? Or are right. you gonna Are you gonna be disciplined and go give that bid, or are you gonna reschedule and be like, oh, uh, and then possibly lose that bid and then regret it later? And so it's just like it's just constant. Constant decision making, and I just it just I just keep coming back to endurance is king. Yeah, it is king, and it does not it does not matter what it, what it whether it be music, uh, relationships, or or work. Endurance is king. Sure, it is king, and um, I, I just have to remind myself that too. It's like it is king, yeah. and um, oh yeah, and just try and just constantly apply that. and Just have to think to myself. This is this really for your best entrance? Are you are you doing the best thing right now?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, you need uh, some more motivation. Uh, yeah, be sure to follow along Char- with Charlie on your uh, uh, Facebook, uh, Instagram, TikTok. Hey. Uh, you can get uh, you can get plugged in with all those and and uh, and get those motivation videos. And hey. Yeah, man. <laughs> um, well i've been uh, going around asking some questions get your i want to get your take on these charlie okay. uh all right well, this one a fun one i uh started uh asking uh just recently and um all right what a, what about uh, uh uh what would be the fictional a fictional band like uh from movies or t v that you wish you could see live is there uh is there mm. a certain uh certain one that comes to mind you think of hmm
2: Maybe, um, say it's a tie between Spinal Tap. Yeah. And, uh, Sex Mabob yeah. <laughs> from Scott Pilgrim versus the world. <laughs> yeah. I checked that band out. I, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's, uh, there's a lot of them, man. I, I like, it's something I, I came to mind, but then, like, I started, like, Googling and I'm like, man, there, there's a lot of really good ones that I would, there's a lot of good answers that possibilities there. Um, yeah. I, uh, uh, one of them that came to mind. Um, uh, power line from uh, the Goofy movie. Uh, mm. I don't know if you knew that one or not. It might be uh right before your your time, but uh, just a little bit. Yeah, uh, <laughs> but I uh, forget his real name. He's uh, but anyways, he's he's a it's a funny. It's a you have to pull up the uh, YouTube. Link or something like that, check that out. But that would be, uh, I think that was one of them that kind of stood out. I was like, I haven't thought about that in a while. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of good ones. All right. What about, uh, the day comes along? We have a Charlie Berry action figure. What would you like to see, uh, as like your three accessories to with your action figure?
2: Oh, it would be sitting next to my left foot right now, <laughs> right? A kettlebell. Um, Three accessories a uh, kettlebell, a guitar, and what, um,
1: what kind of guitar?
2: Oh, uh, honestly, a Gibson
1: SG, yeah.
2: one of but still one of my my favorite uh guitar idols and longest standing is Derek Trucks. I've always wanted to be like that dude. Um, a Gibson SG, a red Gibson SG with the Vibrola on it. Um, and then the third. I say a sledgehammer. Yeah? a Sledgehammer. I say those those three things.
1: There you go. Uh all right. Um Is there is there something you think you could get into the Guinness Book of World Records for? Hmm. Either uh, you know, real or silly. Uh but I mean obviously you're a lot of things uh passionate about, but is there is there anything comes to mind you think you might be able to? break the world record for him
2: longest hours without going to sleep All i think right. i could i think i could win that one yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah i have i've been it's not good for my brain but i've conditioned it to uh to need less
1: yeah <laughs> yeah i uh i don't know about like consecutively but i've uh definitely uh function on uh very little sleep and uh then I, I typically like for a while there, especially like, I was like, I was going hard like, uh, trying to do the pot working two jobs, trying to do the podcast, uh, trying to go to concerts all the time too. And, um, you know, and still make time to see my wife. And like, so I would like, especially like go hard, like Monday to Saturday and then like just wipe out on Sunday and sleep all day and like kind yeah. of thing, like, uh, so, but, uh, it was that whole kind of thing too. Like, you know, much like you described, uh, with, with fitness and stuff. Like it was me, I was just like grinding and hustling, trying to make, make it ma- happen, make something, you know, like I had to, I wanted, uh, you know, and more for, from, from life and everything. Yeah. Uh, so I was, and it ultimately I think, you know, I'm not, I'm not still not where I want to be, but I'm, you know, I'm, it definitely paid off though. Like all that work, uh, is, you know, still paying dividends. So, uh, you know, there's something definitely, definitely to be said about what you were describing about how, you know, the discipline and stuff. So if you believe it and you want it, you can, you can achieve it by putting in the work. So, yeah. Uh, all right. What about, uh, obviously we, we mentioned a couple of names. You you've got to share the stage with some, some really cool people already. Uh but what, what would be a dream duet or collaboration you would like to see for yourself?
0: Mm.
2: Man. Yeah, playing with Derek Trucks. Yeah. Yeah, just uh yeah, play with Derek Trucks. If not for a whole concert, just one song. Yeah. Just one song. That's all I need. Yeah, that would um that'd be one of my greatest achievements ever. Be oh, yeah. like, Oh shit, I used to really look up to this dude. Right. And um yeah, I would love that. Derek, actually, yeah, yeah. Derek and Warren Haynes. Those were um, two
1: of my biggest guitar idols. All right.
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: Uh, what, uh, how was it? how to get into those guys What's was that um i was in fifth grade
2: and um my dad comes into my room he's like super glee and like hella happy he goes like dude you don't understand the almond brothers are gonna be here man you got to go to this show and i was like almond brothers i was like i'll stay home and play halo or some shit and um he goes like okay <laughs> and um the next day, we're getting the car wash, and he goes like, "This is what you miss out on." And he turns on they recorded um, a live CD, a three piece um, album that that same night, and he goes like, "This is what you miss." And they open up with Statesboro Blues. And I was like, holy shit. I'm like, who's that playing that motherfucking slide like that? <laughs> and I was like, and who's that other guy kicking ass too? And they're like, we just listened to the entire album. And I was like, holy fuck. Yeah. These two like are two hellacious guitar players that compliment the shit out of each other. And, um, yeah, I fell down like a, an Almond Brothers, um, and Derek Trucks and Warren Haynes, Government Mule,
0: yeah,
2: uh, widespread panic, like the whole. I I fell down like a jam band, southern rock rabbit hole for like ten years. Yeah, I was like, holy fuck, I, yeah, yeah. I I think I've seen Government Mule, maybe four or five times, and I've seen Derek probably maybe, maybe six or seven. Have you seen him with Susan? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah! Yeah, I saw him with Susan three times. Yeah, Yeah,
1: three times. I'm coming to town here in a little bit. Uh, I forget what the date is on that, but okay, I'd be (laughs) uh, coming back to town. Uh, Yeah, I I mean, Alman Brothers uh, is definitely one that um, uh, very early, you know, influence for me. Like my dad was big on a lot of that same kind of thing in the southern rock, like Alman Brothers, Skinner, ZZ Top. You know, a lot of blues influenced, uh, yeah. Southern rock stuff. And, and, um, but yeah, that, uh, uh, so I got to have seen Greg, uh, a couple times, went to the pageant and saw Greg Allman and, uh, Devin Allman's Honey Tribe opened the show. And then I saw Greg at uh, river city casino also. And, uh, I missed, uh, the, the Allman brothers, you know, that show your, your dad was talking about. I missed that stuff, but, um, so getting to see Greg live though was was pretty special, and uh, and then now becoming friends with Devin and, and I sat on a Devin's tour bus and did an interview with him and uh, and Dwayne Betts and like so being one degree of separation from the Almond Brothers band was was a pretty wild moment for me. Just like I'm like, and this is like you know it's pretty special and like yeah. uh especially those guys uh you know got their crushing it doing all my bets band now and stuff and fulfilling their uh you know f- uh, following their father's footsteps and stuff so it's uh it's cool to see um but uh yeah man so that's cool uh, i i would never i don't know i mean i you know could have been anybody but i just i wouldn't have pictured uh you were deep diving into the jam band uh oh, scene yeah. and stuff, so
2: I was there for a minute.
1: Yeah. <laughs> but uh but yeah, that's cool, man. I uh I never I don't know if I've ever I don't think I've actually seen Derek live. Uh so I need to make that happen. I need to go Ooh, watch man. him play.
2: He and um this band who I've been listening to for, for a while now, who's one of my main influences right now by the name of Chan, are some of the most just just monstrous guitar players ever. Yeah. Ever. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh yeah, I'll do uh that's one one of the guys. is it Animal Animals at as Leaders. Oh yeah, yeah. That's uh, the other guy. Uh the he's like a virtuosic guitar player. Oh, uh, Tosin Abasi? Yeah, he's oh, yeah. he's the other judge on that no cover show I was telling oh, you. Oh,
2: okay. Yeah. All right, that makes more sense yeah. now. I've been following his page yeah. for a little minute.
1: Yeah. Um yeah, I wasn't super familiar. I mean, I've uh, I, don't, I don't never heard the band, so I, I didn't really know much about him. But I guess he's pretty big deal. Oh yeah, he's
2: um, I'd say he's definitely one of those people who is pushing the limits of uh, what's capable on a guitar. Yeah, yeah, he's he's up there. He's yeah. up there right now.
1: That's what's. I mean, like, you know, it's cool to think about those moments where things changed. You know, somebody, somebody change the possibilities of what uh, what we know could be done with an instrument and things like i mean i think one of the early ones uh you know was like hendrix you know it's like yeah people play guitar but then all of a sudden he's like he played it that way and it's like oh geez like no this you is possible yeah <laughs> all right yeah. and then you got you think about like a guy like eddie van halen and like and what he did with it and it was like there's these moments where these guys like totally change what we know as history Uh, for the, for the, you know, instrument and stuff. So it's, those are, uh, those are cool things, man. It's just a while to think about that, you know, just like somebody came up with a new approach to it and stuff. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, man. All right. What about, uh, do you find, uh, do you ever do any celebrity impressions? (laughs) Do Do you do any, uh, any voices or anything?
2: Uh, oh man <laughs> <laughs> celebrity oppressions I can't say uh,
1: yeah. I can't say I do alright <laughs> it's just fun put people on the spot see what they I, I'd say baby Joey Diaz I like yeah.
2: to say what do you think I'll I i like. I'll change it he says Joey Bananas I'm like who do you think I am Charlie Bananas yeah. <laughs> or I'm not gonna jump up and down or yeah I, I copy him a <laughs> lot actually
1: yeah <laughs> uh <laughs> All right, well, the day comes along. We have a uh, Charlie Berry biopic. Who would you like to see cast to play you in the movie?
2: Oh, man, because uh, people always compare the two of us. I guess, uh, what's his name? Stephen Curry. Yeah, <laughs> yeah people always say, you look kind of like Stephen Curry. Uh, I'm like, that'd be kind of cool. Yeah. I, uh, I think that'd be kind of cool to see that. Yeah.
1: Can you play guitar? All right. Oh, yeah. Let's see if you can. All right. We'll see. We'll give him call. Uh, yeah, man, that'd be uh, that'd be funny. Uh, now that you say that, though, I do. Uh, there, there's some there's some similarities.
2: Yeah, okay, I think it's just the, the
1: orange <laughs> my, my mustache. I think that's it. Yeah. <laughs> Can you shoot threes like him? Nah, nah. 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 <laughs> uh, yeah, basketball. That's where that's from, you know all the talking about all the growing up playing sports. Basketball was mine. I was like, you know, big on. Especially, uh, I was in the, you know, the Jordan era and stuff like watching tons of bulls, basketball and, uh, and like, you know, just go out there and hoop and try to emulate all those guys and, uh, try to do my best to, uh, so, um, but yeah, I was, I was big on basketball for a long time. Kind of miss it, man. I used to, I was in pretty good shape as <laughs> as a kid. You like can in, always uh, go back to it. Right. But yeah, just, so just constantly r- running up and down the court. but but yeah I need to I've been trying to get back into it like uh you know just uh starting eating right and start you know cutting out a lot of the junk that I was doing and trying to get start my own little fitness journey I mean it's been it's been slow but I'm in trying to trying to get right trying to get back on uh I went through a real uh bad stretch there uh my mom got sick and passed away in 2019 and then Right into a global pandemic and just, uh, you know, so I definitely, uh, when, when uh, treating treat myself right, you know, I was like, I was just, uh, so uh, trying to, trying to make up for it now and trying to get back on track and start making some good decisions. I get, now that I got my mind, you know, in a better place. Yeah, dude, that's the most important thing. Where's your mind at? Yeah. So, uh, Well, again, uh, come on out on uh, may 4th it's uh wednesday at uh blueberry hill and catch uh charlie playing with the charlie Berry project and uh barry plays barry and i think uh uh i think that's cool uh too because like i know uh likes uh zappa plays zappa and yep, stuff too yep. like you know so it's <laughs> like it's uh it's fun uh to see you guys paying uh tribute to your your family and and uh I like that you said uh, your dad uh, is gonna. You're hoping to get him up there and stuff because yeah. he's. Well, you said he kind of, he kind of like semi-retired from playing out right or something yeah. like that. Kind of, he went. He hasn't been playing as much and. Yeah, kind of like that. Um, that whole band for the
2: most part. Once uh, Papa passed. Yeah. Um, a few of them are like, yeah, we've been playing out, but it's just not the same anymore. Right. And um, I my my pops, my aunt. Uh, the keyboard player by the name of Bob Lohr and the bass player by Jimmy, by the name of Jimmy Marsala, they pretty much all, to my knowledge, just went right, just, just stopped. I've seen a few videos of my, my aunt playing out here and there, but she's not out there doing it like how she was. I think, I mean, I mean, just playing there with playing with the band is just, it was uh, a completely different experience just from the few times that I did it. And, um, I, I kind of get where they're coming from, but they they're on just a whole different level. And they've spent spent decades playing with them, going all over the place. And then the type of energy that he could pull out of you, even into his old age, was just insane. Um, but yeah, so I'm gonna try and get my pops up there to yeah. to sing uh, "Reeling and Rocking" with us, because uh, there's an ending to it that uh, my grandfather had added to his uh, his set, where he goes like he goes like, well, we gotta go now. Do do, 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 do y'all want us to quit? You mean you want us to stay? Stay right here on Boogie? All night and all day. I want my pops to do that with us. And and that's, um, there's, um, yeah, there's just certain ways how, I've just listened to so many of his live shows. So Mm. many of them, man. uh, There's just certain ways that, I know that's just how, that's how an actual show goes. You know, I, I understand none of us are him, but like I was saying earlier, if we could just get an eighth of that yeah.
1: going,
2: just an eighth of that, I'd be happy with that. Yeah. Just an eighth.
1: Do you have a, a particular favorite uh, song or moment that you think about? Um, favorite song? Of his? Favorite song i say is Jaguar and
2: Thunderbird, but there's, that that's the one that takes the cake. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, I, I really love all of them, though. Uh we're adding one in there called I'm a Rocker. Um I love that one too. Um favorite moment uh was playing it was honestly it was being that a little five, six year old kid. Because yeah. whenever I would see my grandfather, he'd be like, Hey man, remember when you did that? When you slid across that stage? I was like, Oh, is that yeah, I do. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's probably my favorite one. And then um going down to Tupelo, Mississippi. Uh, for I think it was Elvis, Elvis Fair. Um, he had played down there. Um, the Botanical Gardens. Um, uh, man, there's just so many of them.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's, uh, maybe that's what I need to do. I need to, maybe I'll start a tribute band and do, uh, hey, man. Uh, Presley, Presley plays Presley. Hey.
2: Right. Uh, I, I know a guy
1: around town who may not like that. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I don't know. Um, forget now what my aunt told me that day she's she actually pulled it up i was trying to because we had a conversation she's big into the genealogy uh family tree stuff and like and found uh and so i knew she would know the answer and we got to, she said she i think we're like uh i don't know uh f- fifth <laughs> fifth cousins or something like that or something, i don't know whatever it is its we are related, but uh it's and, cool, yeah, dude. so like uh but somewhere somewhere down I forget and she broke it down for me, but I I can't remember what she said, but something like that. Oh, yeah. I don't know how that all that works, but uh, oh, yeah. I am tempted to do one of those too, man. Yeah. Just be like, yeah. why not? Right. But uh, uh this uh, I do get asked a lot if we're related and I always make, my joke is usually uh, that we're I'm not close enough to get any of the money, so yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm, no, uh, I'm nowhere near the, that close to the in the family so um, but it is interesting you know to think about so but uh, yeah man well Charlie this has been an incredible day man I'm really glad we did this and uh, thank you for sharing with me and uh, no, no problem thank I, you for having me I can't wait to see you uh, get up there on stage and, and play on uh, the 4th and uh, grab some tickets and come on out and join us at Blueberry Hill, Duck Room, in St. Louis, Missouri. Yeah. All right, man. And uh, get, again, get plugged in on the socials. Uh, keep an eye out for more new uh, original music from the Charlie Berry Project coming soon. Oh, yeah. This uh, this show
2: will be recorded. So if I'm really liking how everything's sounding, right. yeah, we got our, we got our um, first just, album right there. Yeah, do a live record. There you like, go. Yeah. Bing, it's it's right there, yeah, right, right from the beginning. <laughs>
1: yeah, very cool. All right. Thanks, buddy. I'll no, uh, no talk to you soon. All Bye, right. everyone.